0: Happy New Year everyone. Uh, I hope you're all well. I hope you've had a good Christmas break and that whether you are watching this reflection on New Year's Day itself or catching up on it uh, later over the bank holiday weekend, that uh, it's been a good celebration, an enjoyable celebration of the beginning of another 12 months. Right at the beginning uh, of this video today, you would have seen those lovely images uh, and some of the opening words of Psalm 96, which we reflected on on New Year's morning in SBC. And I'd like to read that Psalm to you now and then offer a few thoughts on it. So let's listen to the Word of God and Psalm 96. Sing to the Lord a new song sing to the lord all the earth sing to the lord praise his name proclaim his salvation day after day declare his glory among the nations his marvelous deeds among all peoples for great is the lord and most worthy of praise he is to be feared above all gods for all the gods of the nations are idols For the Lord made the heavens, splendour and majesty are before him, strength and glory are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, all you families of nations, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendour of his holiness tremble before him all the earth say among the nations the lord reigns the world is firmly established it cannot be moved he will judge the peoples with equity let the heavens rejoice let the earth be glad let the sea resound, and all that is in it let the fields be jubilant and everything in them Let all the trees of the forest sing for joy. Let all creation rejoice before the Lord for he comes. He comes to judge the earth and he will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. So just a few thoughts on this passage as we look ahead to the new year. It hasn't happened to me for quite a while, but have you ever had one of those experiences when someone comes up to you and they start a conversation with the question, do you want the good news or the bad news first? What is any of us supposed to say to that in reply? If you're like me, you're maybe one of those people who just shrugs their shoulders with a kind of whatever and says, well, you might as well tell me the bad news. Because even if there is good news to report, I know that the good news isn't really going to feel that good because I'm just going to be thinking about the bad news, yeah? Well, I was thinking about this the other day and about how often they do the order of things on the news itself when you watch it on TV or listen to it on the radio. They generally tell you all the bad news first because there's a lot of bad news in the world they tell you the terrible things that are going on in the world and then right at the very end they might share something a little bit uplifting but they always do it in one of those and finally slots it's as if they've just told you lots of stuff to be really depressed about and then someone says well by the way there's, there's this one good thing going on somewhere else and the overall effect you left. With is well everything's awful and the world is going to hell in a handcart but I need to try and cheer up because someone's just discovered that a poodle that lives in Leatherhead can bark out the national anthem I mean we, we all know this sort of thing but actually I want us to start the new year on a different footing I want to start the new year with good news all good news I want us to start 2023 with a gospel proclamation, news that we need to remind ourselves of, news that the people of Israel reminded themselves of. News that changes everything once you hear it and once you stop and you pause long enough to get your head around it. And this is it. This is the good news. God reigns. God is king and to give you the full picture the terms in which it is spelt out by the psalmist say among the nations the Lord reigns the world is firmly established it cannot be moved he will judge the peoples with equity this is big news this is news that is so important so perspective changing that we need to remind ourselves of it, and we also need to tell other people about it. So far as Israel is concerned, this is not local news. This is not the sort of thing that you just publicise in cr CR2 or you're sticking the Celeston Gazette. Everyone needs to hear this news. Now it's worth stepping back for just a moment and imagining the first context in which these words are uttered. Imagine the people of Israel. And they gathered to worship we're not sure uh, exactly what type of service it was when they first uttered these words there are some people who think it may even have been a psalm that was sung at new year at a moment when israel uh, re-enthroned god as it were when they proclaimed and agreed together on this central fact that god was in charge and that he was in charge of their lives but also that he was in charge of the universe. When I read this psalm, what I find so striking and so uplifting about it is its sheer vastness, the scale and stretch and reach of the language which is being used here. I looked at it a few days ago and it reminded me of a book which was quite popular whenever I was at university. It was written mainly for students, people who might have been reflecting on what life held next, people at that stage of life when there are major decisions to be made, what am I going to do with my gifts, my time, what matters to me most. And the book was called Give Up Your Small Ambitions. I can still remember that title and I wonder if we could apply it to Psalm 96. I look at this psalm and I find it quite challenging but also inspiring, as I think, say about my hopes for the coming year, when I think about the sort of resolutions we usually make at the start of a year. Things like how much weight I want to lose, or how far I want to run, or whether I might read the Bible in a year and get further than Leviticus (coughs) for the first time ever. But when you look at Psalm 96, you could say that part of its message is a challenge to, as it were, give up our small resolutions. Instead, I find here an inspiration to think big, think wide, think long, as we look ahead to 2023 and what it might hold. I'm struck by the invitation, which we find right at the start of the Psalm Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. Maybe that's an invitation we want to pause and reflect on for just a moment. What do I want to know of God in the coming year? Because it seems to me that to resolve to sing that new song is to commit myself to something more than just becoming familiar with different approaches to worship speaks to me of having a new encounter, a fresh encounter with God. It says that we don't just want to rest content with where we are, with the status quo. We want to go deeper. Now, I haven't had the experience of going along to hear many great singers live. I haven't attended many concerts, but I have had just one or two experiences of hearing big artists and I've often noticed a, a similar pattern playing out in the concerts I've been to. But <clears throat> like the singer comes along with material from the new album and they've been working on it and crafting it. And so they want to share it with the crowd, but actually the crowd have just come along to listen to the greatest hits. They just want the old anthems to ring out again and again. And I wonder If it's sometimes like that with God and we're saying to him play it again do it one more time do what you did back in the day and he is saying to us don't you know that I want to do a new thing among you and put a new song in your hearts don't you know that you could live a whole lifetime and see me do a new thing in your life discover a new thing about me every day and still you would not exhaust the length and breadth and depth of my love, my mercy, my greatness. So maybe that is one invitation which is found for us in this psalm, that 2023 will be the year when I sing a new song to God, born of fresh encounter with God. This could be one resolution he wants you to make, but you might also want to reflect on another invitation, which I find myself considering, and it's the one which we find in verses four and five for great is the lord and most worthy of praise he is to be feared above all gods for all the gods of the nations are idols but the lord made the heavens perhaps invitation we're being asked to consider here is something about what we're really trusting in what are we looking for in our lives What are the things we attach value in? What are we investing in? What are we making our priorities? Do we recognize that the only place where we're going to find truth, the only place where we will find contentment and peace, the only place where we will find mercy, where we will find faithfulness, where we will find ourselves fully understood and yet fully loved, will be in the place of nearness to God. Now, idols will never do that. Whether it's an idol like work, or an idol like money, or an idol like fitness. Whatever it is, it will keep taking. It will keep asking for more. A few weeks ago, I found myself looking at the words of one of the oldest and most beautiful of catechisms that was written in the time of the Reformation, the Heidelberg Confession. And truth be told, I haven't looked at the whole thing, but just the opening words. And here is how it begins. uh, With a question, what is your only comfort in life and death? And the answer, that I am not my own, but belong body and soul in life and death. To my faithful Saviour, Jesus Christ. Isn't that beautiful? Your only comfort. My only comfort in life and death. That I belong to my faithful Savior Jesus Christ. So perhaps that is a resolution. An invitation for you and me to take into the coming year. That I am going to give myself more fully to Jesus. That I am going to look to him as my only comfort. My only hope in life and in death. And then finally do we see... An invitation to uh, another resolution a bigger wider more expansive resolution in these good news words that we spoke about a few moments ago verse 10 of this psalm say among the nations the Lord reigns the world is fully established it cannot be moved and he will judge the peoples with equity will we resolve to agree in spite of all the evidence that might come our way and that might seem to be to the contrary uh, to this psalm, in spite of what we might see when we turn on the news and when we switch on the phone or when we scroll through social media, that God is good, that God has come to us in Jesus, that God has established his kingdom through King Jesus. And at the moment when we encounter truth, the moment when we hear about what is really real and truly true, is when we gather in church, when we sing our songs, when we hear scripture read, when we pray, we are always nearer to the truth then and there than at any other moment. And will we not just tell this truth to ourselves but to others? Will we say it among our neighbours? Will we say it in our community of Selston? Will we say it among our neighbours also? Just a few reflections, but I hope that they will prove helpful to you as you continue to ponder, to meditate, carve out some space today. It's New Year's Day. Don't rush through it. Just stop, pause, have a think. What am I looking for? What am I resolving for? Will I go for small resolutions or big resolutions as I look ahead to 2023? Friends, time's almost gone, but let me leave you with a blessing at the start of this new year. May the blessing of the God of eternity, the God who calls time into being and marks its passing, the God who enters human history in Jesus, the God who gives the gift of his spirit to all for all time be upon you today, empowering us to live our time in faithfulness to the gospel, night and always. Amen. Bye for now, friends, and I'll see you soon.